Welcome to episode 17 of the Toledo Matters podcast. With you, as always, is Nathan, Bob, and Danny. Welcome, everybody. Woo. Welcome back. Today we have uh, Lori Hauser, who's uh, in charge of the Imagination Station in town, formerly known as Coast High. Which is a long time, pretty cool thing in Toledo. Yeah, yeah. Those of you with kids or, or grew up here semi-recently will certainly be familiar with Imagination Station. Yeah. And I keep, you'll notice at the beginning of the <laughs> interview, I this. totally blow the, wor- <laughs> the, the name Imagination Station. I, I just said it's good can't, right there. I what can't fix that in I know. post. I, I just can't. I know. I feel, oh. <laughs> Maybe after this, we'll just you can say it ten times. I'm and just I'll splice I'm it so in. embarrassed. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, how are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, been out to the river a few times over the last four yeah, days. Did you get that walleye run? Walleye are running right now. Did um, you get any? I I had one hooked, and it was right about four feet away, and my hook cracked in half. Oh, what? Which doesn't happen very often, so yeah. I was kind of unlucky. Um, Do you have a, it was a two-week of a hook or just like a freak thing? It's just a freak thing. He was yeah. pretty big, and he just rolled ball. over the right way or something. But um, it's kind of a little early, like right now, so the males run right now. So there's less of them, but they're bigger fish. Um, and then when the females start running probably this weekend, there's a, a bunch more fish, but they have to be 15 inches to keep, so you you know, yeah. do all that. But it's always nice just sitting in the river. Where, so, where do you go? Um the, off a of river road, there's a little, there's a road called white street. I'm not sure the name of the park, but it's a little park there that w- goes across along the river. Um, yeah, I usually yeah. go there just cause it's a little less busy than the other side that has like the thousand people all in a line <laughs> in yeah. the waders. So I saw those pictures, a uh, friend of the show, Chris Ritter, Holy Toledo donuts was out there catching some fish. Didn't Said, he have some kind of, oh, no, it was on his Instagram. There was somebody was like, are you going to make a walleye donut? He was like, eh, I don't know. Uh, no. <laughs> maybe like a, you could maybe do a smoked fish. Like, yeah. Because like I mean, he did he, bacon, he, right? Right, right, right. It's Still not trying to get that Toledo Matters donut that's just shaped like a microphone. <laughs> they, they had That'd one. pretty cool. He had one recently that my son ordered, of all things. Uh, with the syringe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like a, a, a corn donut. With yeah, like, like a, a green like a buttercream stuff, thing right? on top with jalapeno honey in oh, a man. little syringe. Oh. <laughs> so the point is, you, you stick the syringe into the donut and you squeeze it in. So you, That's a Marcus idea. ordered I bet the that. Kids did not he ordered that. it because it looked like it, a, a toy. You know, right. <laughs> he doesn't like spicy. I was going to say it doesn't seem up his alley. So <laughs> and, and, you know, if you know him, he just ate the frosting and nothing else. But <laughs> I had one and it was really good. It's a great idea because if the, if he had injected that stuff. You know, well in advance of you buying it, it'd be the soggy mess. Right, but it works if you it's inject like a it Krispy right Kreme you type eat it. thing. Then they do. Then they didn't Krispy Kreme do the injection thing. I mean, they I give you know. the injection. Nope, but. holy Toledo. <laughs> um, uh, well, they don't. The, the Krispy Kreme is now a uh, Del Taco. Oh yeah, in Toledo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Great food. At did that. You, so Del Heartburn. <laughs> was it? Was, yeah. Was it spicy? It actually wasn't. It was more green than spicy. Okay. Is what I was saying. Right on. Which doesn't make a lot of sense, I know, but because um, that's apples and oranges. But cool. Uh, anyway, Danny, what have you been up to? I think it's apples and peppers. Did see what I, did there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have not been up too much. This weekend yeah. was very lots relaxing. of Rocket League and L- honestly a lot of Rocket League. <laughs> just every lunch, just walking home to play Rocket League. Awesome. Me and I, Nate are nobody to talk. We've been yeah. playing the division. I hit thirty hard. last night. I saw that. I saw you guys are always on. Like, we're we're geeks in this room. What can I say? A lot of, yeah, yeah. But been uh, doing a lot with the Glass City Film Festival actually. Oh yeah, when's that coming up? That's coming up. I think I want to say the weekend of May fourth and fifth at the historic Ohio Theater. May the fourth be with you. You're doing it on Star Wars Day. Wow. Damn, that was good, Bob. <laughs> I did not make it up. Did not make it up. Um, 
speaking of movies, Pi Day Die Day came out. Yeah. Oh, we totally missed the we blew premiere. That. That's sure. our bad. We're sorry. But I did uh, procure a DVD. Oh, you did? Did you? So it is on the way. Ooh, and awesome. I will... Uh, let us, we will watch let us it. Know. As, we'll watch it sometime as after a recording or something. I heard Heck it was. Yeah. I heard it was decent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. What was it? Shock comedy? Is that what? Uh, uh, slash comedy. Slash comedy. Yeah, yeah right. Slash and or slash. I guess from what I've talked to people, um, they all pretty much enjoyed it. And then the previews for their next one, they said looked really looked like they. Oh, looked, like they even, already know their they next really movie. They're really stepping it up. So <laughs> that's yeah. good. Remember, he told us his wife was already. She was like already working. Yeah, but on the next I don't think script. he told us what it was. Did he? I mean, I don't, I don't know if it had a release date or anything, For those who, who don't, don't know, we had him on... Um, the UX conference. Yeah. He was at the UX at, conference. Yeah, he's he one, of our, one of our many guests at the UX conference. So check those out. He's then, on... He would be on episode part two. two part two. two. Yeah. yeah. I, and I just want to take a, a second real quick to uh, thank all of our listeners. Um, yeah. we, we've had really good Woo! response with the show. Um, all of our episodes have... a. a a surprising amount of listens and I know. the fact that we have any listens is surprising yeah. so uh we just like to say thank you to everyone who listens and and uh keep listening and you, we'll keep doing it you are so it's much really more considerate than i am I, I, <laughs> we should have done that episodes ago right yeah thank you i just figured it was definitely time to, <laughs> it, to it, is. it really is uh, and i guess just as a reminder you know you can go to our website and if you want to talk to us you know give us suggestions say yep. Give us feedback or whatever. Yeah, feedback's always good. We, we, Shoot we us an email definitely like to listen to Facebook what people like or, and don't like. You send know. us a message on Facebook. We got a great response rate. <laughs> yeah, or, or send an email with a less than great response rate. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to it at some point. <laughs> no, but seriously. Don't we'll, tweet us. We don't have that. Well, no, if you if you tweet me personally, yeah, that's probably the best way to get me. What's your Twitter, Bob? At Robert C. Tucker. At Robert C. Tucker. Everyone tweet at Bob. Uh, <laughs> hashtag what, maracas. Maracas. And if you... Yep. If you uh, if you are a big Twitter person, if you want to tweet at Toledo Matters, tell the person that owns that that he should give it to us. Yes. To help support. our cause. <laughs> oh no. <Hashtag> maracas. Maracas. <laughs> uh, so some fun things to do this weekend. A lot of fun going on at Startup Toledo this Thursday, so tonight, at the Toledo Museum of Art. Uh, they'll be talking with Dr. Adam Levine about visual literacy. That's gonna be a good time. And then Friday night, the epic Toledo birthday bash at Hensville. I've been planning that for a couple months, so I'm really excited for that. Because <laughs> they're officially open now, right? Yeah, yeah. They actually opened last On weekend. St. Patty's Day, right? Yeah. Right. That was a lot of fun. I didn't make it to that either. A lot of good events that weekend. St. Patty's Day in itself is just a mess of a night. I try and avoid it. But yeah. For amateurs. I definitely... It's for amateurs? <laughs> yeah. We, had the, we, had, we went out on Saturday with plans to go um, downtown to celebrate St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Um, we ended up... Not going and doing anything, but getting dinner and coming home. So we're definitely getting you, old. You probably made the right move. Man. That's what I would have done too. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. married life. Yeah, right. I, St. Patrick's Day. I was in Chicago. We were staying at a hotel with the kids, and they didn't die the river. Well, yeah, we talked Ridiculous. about that last episode. But so here, here's my my lame. Sorry. We, we get the kids to bed. This is all in one hotel room, right? My my kids are used to being in separate rooms, which is a problem when you're trying <laughs> right. to get them to sleep and you're not leaving the room. So my wife and I, after we finally got the kids in bed, we, we got a big bottle of beer and a big and a small bottle of wine from the <laughs> too expensive shop in the downstairs of the Hilton. <laughs> Brought them up, sat in the bathroom with the door closed and watched Seinfeld on my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> that was my St. Patrick's Day. All right. That's 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 awesome. Talk about a rage squad. Yeah. <laughs> Man, well, did you guys have headphones or something? No, we just kept it quiet. Okay. 
dimly, oh, yeah. dimly sounded Seinfeld yeah, in yeah, the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I guess we'll go to Lori Hauser now. Yeah. And, uh, but don't she, forget to tweet at Robert C. Tucker. Yeah. Hashtag maracas. And I'll report next episode <laughs> how many people actually did that. I, I, we'll put the over under at three. I'm going to say it's under for sure. Definitely <laughs> right, well, dug in myself. <laughs> we'll see. And thanks for joining us, guys. And here's Lori. Today with us, we have Lori Hauser. Hi. Hi. Ooh. Welcome. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to give you credit. You, you probably were the earliest here for a scheduled recording session of our guests. I love that. I will take that. Punctua- punctuality is key. Yeah. I, I, you know, I grew up in a household where we were late for everything. And, yeah, I did too. I hate and, it. And I, I, I've kind of overreacted the other way. Mm-hmm. And now that I have kids, it's pushing me back to how I grew up. And it's, I'm, I'm constantly frustrated by that. I but. think it's kids. My sister has the same thing. I'm on time, but she has three. So yeah. they're always... They're coming. They're coming. They'll yeah. be there. Yeah, I'd be. I would generally be more on time if it was just me. But it's, it's not. <laughs> I don't so, have an excuse. I'm just late. <laughs> you beat me here today. So, so welcome, um, Lori. Thank you very much. You're the. Uh, what's your official title? Director. Uh, CEO. CEO of, of Imagination Station. Imagination Station. Yeah. All right. I should have pinned that down before That's I said. Right. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> been a busy week for the podcast <laughs> yeah yeah we'll maybe get into that later it's but... coming close to the end of the week so uh, yes. yeah, not kind, fast enough. kind of yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we appreciate you coming on and uh we'll talk about imagination station obviously but first are you a, a native toledo in or i am not i am a, uh, i came to toledo for the science center okay. um, i actually moved here well i was here when it was cosi sure. so i moved here about 15 years ago and i was in detroit uh so it was for the job uh, yeah. and being here and I moved downtown. I got a loft when I first moved here. So are, are you still in the loft? I'm not. I, I did go into the suburbs um, oh, and do that. Okay. But uh, where'd I, you loft? I did in the uh, Sunflower building, which oh, is okay. right next to the architectural artifact building. Mm-hmm. And I used to be able to be on the patio and see the fireworks from the mud hens and stuff. It was really nice. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. I could be in work in three minutes, you know, <laughs> I am so. two blocks away from the Imagination Station at LaSalle. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. yeah, you're right across the street Every there. time I run, I go down there, and I got to ask you, there's two yellow-looking, they look like there's uh, satellite dishes out there. They're the listening discs. You okay. can speak into them, and if one person's on one end and you're on the other end, you could whisper into them and hear each that other. That makes so. much more sense. I thought it would reverberate off both of them and then come back to me and I was standing there like I'm doing this yeah, wrong. I, I, you do need a partner okay. when doing that. Bring a friend, but, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone di- wants to be my friend, I need someone. <laughs> I hope the dinosaur didn't scare you. No. Was it, were you downtown when the dinosaur it, was out front? I was not. Okay. It, it gave my son a little fright. <laughs> yeah. In, in full disclosure, the dinosaur was one of the largest. It was like huge out yeah. front. And it was on a timer, you know. But what the frightening thing was one time there was a whole bunch of first graders coming in and the buses unload right there and it was like hello yeah too much for first oh, graders yeah. you know they're small and then you see them coming in and they were a little fear in their eyes that you know oh, i'm sure so worry. so i work in four seagate okay and so when we have fire drills my where i'm supposed to go on a fire drill is right in front of your main entrance okay and, <laughs> and we did that once with the big dinosaur it was, it was pretty fun <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty cool to have them out front. Yeah. But uh, at night, it kept going, you know, it was sure. like a timer type situation. So if we had to be down there late at night, it was, you know, oh, yeah, I, got it. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot for a second, but it was really cool. That's but now great. I, 
I loved living downtown. I was there for about two and a half years before I moved into yeah. the suburbs. Yeah. And um, you said you, you came from Detroit. Mm-hmm. Were you doing similar science center thing in Detroit or, or what it were you? It was similar. I was working for Ford. Okay. Um, and I was working for a museum called the Spirit of Ford, which okay. was a new concept museum. Uh, what does so that mean? All of the cars that are done for auto shows, you know, oh, a lot of them so don't concept have cars. concept. Yeah, they were okay. also, some of them didn't have engines, some of them were just the frames, some of them ran, but they had a garage full of these yeah. things. So it was actually how the process of how cars were made. Yeah. And I was there, uh, working there, and then um, got word of the COSI and, and sure. the job at COSI, and I actually uh, came down to be marketing director okay. then uh, for that. So that's how I, you know, back in... 2001, <laughs> mm, a while ago. So, and, and then, uh, so yeah, a little background for, for folks maybe not that familiar. Imagination Station wasn't always Imagination Station, right? No, it's, it's been a science center, uh, you know, for almost the last 19 years. For yeah. 10 years, it operated under the name of COSI. Um, Which was Center of Science and Industry. Center of Science and Industry. Yeah. And we had a partnership with COSI Columbus. Right. Um, that partnership ended. The Science Center was closed for about a year and a half or so, and then reopened in 2009 under the name of Imagination Station. So we've been operating now under that a little over six years um, yeah. in doing that. So it's been great. We just hit a million visitors um, last October. Um, and yeah. It was strong. So. Yeah, I, 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 I have a three and a half year old who, uh, <laughs> three and a half year old who loves it. So for, for what that's perfect. Called. Perfect. But, um, okay. So, and then what you, uh, you were marketing director when you came in and then mm-hmm. you are now CEO. So CEO. How- well, there was, was a, a wide range of different changes sure. that were happening from going into director of operations and getting involved with visitor service to then um, becoming the CEO and kind of uh, as we were reopening the science center and rebuilding our entire team. So I became CEO in 2009 um, with the yeah. reopening of the project and stuff. Yeah. So, And um, when we when we were emailing about today, like one of the potential topics you, you want you want to hear like hey we could talk about this was the science center as a, as a resource for the community you want to talk about I, I think it's a that? vital resource I think in the lines of for families coming yeah. in you coming in with your child sure and being able to be there on a Saturday afternoon and if you're coming into kids space and there's a story time activity and then there's learning act- things you could take home and you're having that interactive experience together I think that builds wonderful family bonds and connections but then we're also a resource for schools you know, everybody asks, like, what's your busy time? And it's really hard to say there's one time because during the school period, you know, Tuesday through Friday, we have school visits after three o'clock in the building. It's a little quiet because they're going home. Saturdays and Sundays tend to be more family days, but it's different in the summer then and how that runs. But we're a resource for educators, for curriculum um, that they need help in the classroom or assistance to supplies or activities or even ideas. And then when schools come in, everything's aligned to standards for schools to come in and visit. But I really want to be a community partner yeah. and working with everybody. Even like the, the Mud Hens right now, we're going to be doing some school days with them. So we come in on the field and we'll do science activities and we do large scale demonstrations during their school days. And, and you know, there's some different synergy of partnerships. Yeah. It, one of the things you mentioned there was was uh, a resource to educators. So mm-hmm. it, I think what you were saying is, is your, your resource to educators, not only when they're having a field trip 
to the science center. Is that, is that correct? It's not just limited to right. that. I yeah. think it's ongoing. One thing, you know, all uh, teachers are free to the sure. science center. So if, as long as they show their certification or their card, yeah. they can come in free anytime with their families wow. or with their school groups coming in. <laughs> but there's also curriculum online. We offer professional development for teachers or just even a sounding board. And I think that that's what's key is being able to have that conversation back and forth yeah. on what to actually do or I have an idea. How would I do that? Um, we offer a program called Prep for Ed. So anytime a teacher is planning a school visit to the Science Center, they can come in advance. They can come with all their chaperones and we'll help them. How do you get more out of it? How do you get how do you build your experience so it, there's layers to it or there's post activities after your school visit that you can do in the classroom everybody we we focus in on stem education we are a science center in doing that and i think that the stem um, skill sets foster for any type of career choice you might want to go into. It's focusing in on creativity. It's focusing on teamwork with different people who have different approaches that you might not be used to working with or the way you handle it or the way I handle it is completely different. How do we work together? Um, making a mistake, yeah. resilience, coming back right. and doing it again. And I think that focuses a lot on what we do, but you could take it in if you want to become a fashion designer, you want to become a teacher, you want to become a political leader, those are skills that you could build off of. And I think that's one thing that's key. Yeah. And, and a term you, you tossed out a lot there was STEM. And I know what that is, but maybe some folks uh, in the audience yeah. don't. STEM stands for science, technology, engineering, and math. Okay. And so that is the focus for our organization. I would say that there are other phrases out there in the lines of STEAM where they're including the arts or even stream and they're including <laughs> reading and arts. And I think those are all vital. Right. Um, yeah. And we partner with the library who gives us um, for traveling exhibition like dinosaurs or Titanic, yeah. they will give us a reading list that will complement our traveling exhibition. We give them information that's inside their libraries. I think those are all important for a well-rounded community. And I think Toledo is really lucky yeah. for our library system that we have, the art museum's outstanding, the science center, and there's a well-rounded list of experiences for families to take advantage of. Yeah. Has anybody ever fallen off that bike? Nobody's <laughs> fallen off the bike. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible. It's a, yeah, there, there's a metal rope. Um, yeah. It's a high wire cycle that you ride out on with a counterweight on the bottom of it. Um, and so if you will, it's like a teeter-totter. Okay. you know, uh, effect as long as so the heavier weight, there's like a 300 pound weight on the bottom of it. So you can't flip it, but it does mess with, you know, you're a little bit, you know, if you're scared <laughs> yeah. of height, heights, you back out on the bike and then you're looking down to the level <laughs> below you. Um, I would say adults go a little slower on the bike than kids go. Kids go and you're like, slow They're down, fearless, yeah. slow down. They're absolutely fearless. But yeah. that bike was custom built to the science center. So yeah. it is a wonderful experience. Yeah. How, how, how high up is it? Uh, I think it's like uh, uh, 13, 14 feet. Ooh, yeah, I, w I wouldn't be good on that. And, and it, <laughs> it looks kind of freaky because, I mean, it looks like you're on a tightrope yeah. on a bike. You know? well, and I think it builds different skill sets. So there is a fear factor. There is overcoming the confidence. There is learning how the bike works. You know, there is telling kids to slow down on the bike. But uh, <laughs> sometimes it is an icon experience for us that's custom to, to our facility. Yeah. Have you done it? I have. It's been okay. a while. Um, probably about a year ago. So that, not too long. But <laughs> yeah. But my wife refuses to do it. So <laughs> Work her into it. Next time she comes, she can stand on the platform. You don't have to yeah. get on the bike. Yeah. And then maybe just sitting on the seat, you'll ease into it. Yeah. Nate, you had something? Um, yeah. I was going to say over the past, I don't know, 10 years that I've been living here, uh, I've always heard of, you know, it, when it changed from COSI and then it was, you know, it was 
there was a point where it was going to be getting taken away. And um, it sounds like it's been a bit of a struggle to um, to keep it to keep it going. Uh, I, I don't know if that's actually true, or if that's just kind of what I was hearing. Do you want to kind of touch on on how it's on, on that type of situation? Well, I, I think the Science Center has been doing really strong the last six years. I would say that there was some financial challenges um, years ago. Um, our Science Center, um, 90% of all Science Centers receive some type of public funding. Mm -hmm. And uh, years ago, we did not receive any type of public funding coming into the facility. Really? So we were what you would maybe consider like a boutique Science Center. So what, <laughs> uh, and that's that 10% that are kind of smaller facilities. Um, we are considered a mid-sized science center, about a hundred thousand square feet building. And with the successful passage in 2008 of our public funding, we've been able to have funds that we reinvest into the facility. And it's been growing and our attendance has been growing. Our membership is going. And right now, our public funding it costs the average homeowner about $5 a year, <laughs> um, maybe a little less. We offer free visits for Lucas County kids on Saturdays to come in Nice. and doing that. But uh, we've also been able to invest back into the building. So the levy generates about 27% of our revenue and the other 70% roughly is earned revenue, which the Science Center does either through admissions, donations, membership in doing that. And mm -hmm. Right now, I think we're close to about maybe 1.1, 1.2 visitors, a million visitors. Yeah, we awesome. have 6,000 wow. memberships um, into the facility. And we're, right now, this year, we're putting in about $1.7 million into new improvements into the facility. Ooh. So awesome. there's a lot of things that you're seeing growth with our facility coming so in. And Sounds like we're, it's going to here to stay for sure now. It's <laughs> definitely here to stay. Awesome. And to brag just a little bit, we were just <laughs> course, voted... Yeah. Um, the most innovative science center through the Toledo Community Foundation and the Center of Nonprofit Resources, which we were really quite proud of. So, cool. great. Ooh. And, and you guys have, um, you know, your standard exhibits, but then you you have, you know, rotating exhibits like like many museums do. And I think right now you have a Mythbusters. Mythbusters is there right now, which is based off of the show on Discovery. Yeah. Um, are you guys fans? Absolutely. Yeah. There we go. Can I? Okay. What do you mean? Mythbusters is there. What exactly well, is going on? Mythbusters is there. Um, there's several different artifacts from existing shows that are inside the building that All you right. can actually see, and they mark for what show that they were featured in, um, if the, the myth was plausible or what actually happened with it. And then there's a series of exhibitions that you actually get to test myths. Yes. Um, That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> uh, one of my favorites is, Are you? Um, is it better to run in the rain or to walk in the rain? What's the answer? Um, well, it's different for everybody. <laughs> so curious. you two could actually... I assume together. run, but then again, you're kind of like but running then, against. Yeah, then you're running into this. the rain. Yeah, I, I would assume it takes into effect how big your body is. Since we're both small guys, it might make sense yeah. for us to run. Hmm. Well, it's actually got an exhibit where it's raining. Yeah, you you could walk, <laughs> he could run down the exhibit. Yeah, and then you stand under the UV lights, and it'll tell you who got more wet, awesome. um, which way, and then you could actually um, calculate. Or there's a little iPad in there, you could record your results we so. need to compete on this day yeah let's do it i'm in <laughs> so that exhibits there till uh roughly first of april okay -ish. and then um, we have another design zone exhibit coming in the summer which will be what's that? it's a combination of art and engineering that'll be featured featured in there and you can like design your own music video inside so that'll be there for the summertime what? and cool. coming in so yeah i can remember Sounds like, like big kids go ahead <laughs> i can remember as a kid i lived in um colorado and we would go to denver and there was a pretty good science center down there and they had this room where it was this giant like waterfall of water 
and you had to build a dam. So there's sand and blocks and all this stuff, and you could like pile it up and do everything you could do to stop the water, which was impossible because it just kept mm -hmm. coming and would keep like washing away your sand and kind of was like showing erosion and stuff. And I would just remember <laughs> that being the best. <laughs> <laughs> we have a small water table. We don't have a wall, a waterfall wall like that, but there is a water table in there where there's sand and they can actually, you know, block off certain parts, right, parts cool. of the whole water flow and everything. Another favorite part that. of my son's. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Loves getting all wet and messy. Yeah. Anything right. to get wet, you yeah. know. Um, <laughs> but Mythbusters is, it's fun for all different ages. I think it even coming in. Oh, yeah. One of the yeah. demonstrations we do, um, you know, they're actually be shooting a paintball at you and seeing <laughs> what your time reaction is. Is it better for a visual? or sound um, reaction in doing that. So it's, it's How really big of fun. a welt can you get? <laughs> uh, there is a guard. We do have a shield for you, so you'll okay. be fine. We okay. promise you'll be fine. It sounds like this is supposed to be for kids, but I'm going to be spending a lot of no, time It's, it's for all ages. You'd be surprised. And I think that's one thing that we wanted to stress is that the Science Center, you know, we do a lot with kids, third, fourth, fifth graders right. for school visits, but it really is for fun for all ages because I do notice that when we rent out the building like in the evenings, and it's all adults, they're doing all of the activities. <laughs> oh, yeah. When they're there yeah. with their kids, they're holding their kids' coats and things like that. But we really would like to see that family interaction it, that happens. You could walk there, Danny. You live right there now. Yeah. Come I, on over. Honestly, I yeah. run by it. If I ever run, I walk right down there and then run on that boardwalk from, oh, no. from Imagination Station over to OC. Uh-huh. Behind, on the water? Yeah. you on the water there? It's yeah. a really nice view. It is. And once Prometica finishes that building, that's going to be just an amazing boardwalk. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. So but, how how much does it cost for me to come in? Can I just come in on like a Saturday by myself? You could or? come in on a Saturday. Because I'm know, a loner. I would yeah, be by myself. You can come. You can come with friends if you want to do that. Um, it's Bring a date. Bring a date. I can't get dates. It ranges <laughs> for if you're inside Lucas County or outside. It's like 950, 1050. You okay. can come in and doing that. There is an upcharge for Mythbusters right now. Cool. But the Happy other, to pay that. But the, <laughs> there's other, um, all of the science centers is included in general admission. And how much is a membership? They range um, starting around uh, $65 and up. And we have a senior membership and then we have family, family plus. So it, there's different levels. Yeah. But the one thing that's nice about our membership is we are members of an organization called Aztec, which is the Association of Science and Technology Centers. So if you get a membership to our facility and it's your family, mm -hmm. um, you could get a single membership where you could bring a guest or you could do a family membership where it's two adults and all the children under the age of 18 it's reciprocal to other science centers in the country. So um, really? you can show your membership in Denver. He's going back to see the waterfall <laughs> and yeah. then get in free access with your awesome. membership card in doing that. So. I may have to cool. look into that. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, something, you know, Nate's story kind of reminded me that these sorts of places really do create formative experiences for kids. Like Nate remembers the waterfall in Denver. It's impactful. I remember being in Columbus and going to Columbus Kosai when I was a little kid before mm -hmm. we had Kosai here. And they had something to do with like, live baby chicks and i just remember this and i still remember this to this day and I, I was probably four or something you know i think they and, do build memories yeah, i mean there definitely. are certain certain things that leave you know if you especially if you build something you're doing something with your hands it's leaving that lasting impression um and i think that what we're finding is because of the science center being here years ago we're hiring a lot of people that are now young adults who may have had a visit to the to the facility and had that impa impactful experience or remember riding the um, simulator or yeah, or yeah. being there for a show or something and then they wanted to be a part of it. So that's really kind of cool that you're building off of a next generation sure. and doing that. It's the kind of stuff that is inspiring too. Like, uh, you know, it could almost motivate you to become a, 
a scientist or get into engineering or, you know, can kind of start to develop early those thoughts of like, well, maybe I like this type of thing and I'm going to explore it more as you like grow and, you know, go to high school and stuff like that. So says our resident engineer. (laughs) (laughs) I I think you can because, you know, people that visit the science center, we get all different interests where there might be somebody that's their first introduction to it or they felt that it might be difficult or hard and they get a little spark and be like, oh, my gosh, I just did that. That's really cool. I want to do that again to somebody's like diving in. And we have some kids that come in that are competing in Lego robotics competitions. And they're really like they are serious, you know, competitors ready (laughs) to go. Lego robotics? Lego robotics. And they are amazing kids that are doing things. I was just at a speaking engagement today. And there were all of these kids who are competing in a science Olympiad at Southview High School tomorrow uh, Saturday morning and they are very intense but they are ready to win and they and and that was really great and they were like eight uh, eighth grade ninth graders you know that were ready to compete so awesome you you get all levels of interest coming in do you guys have one of those little electronic glass balls that does like the static when it when you touch it it follows you ours is a disc (laughs) but we do have a one yes awesome (laughs) that's another thing i can remember being the coolest thing ever and then like half the kids in class had them in their bedrooms right so we do we have a few we keep talking about cosi versus the imagination station when i was in high school i remember volunteering for cosi Mm -hmm. what's the difference you know, I you know I think we've been a science center and we are a science center. Yeah. What does COSI mean? Sorry. COSI was the is the center for science and industry. Okay. And, and okay. there is a COSI in Columbus and yeah. doing that. And we were sister organizations. Our facility is still a science center mm-hmm. and still focusing on that. All of our exhibits and our programming are are focused on inspiring the wonder of science and focusing on STEM. We are operating under a new name as Imagination Station, and that's the one that's focused here in Toledo, Ohio. Cool. I like the name. It's alliterative. <laughs> <laughs> not, not technically alliterative because they don't Are we going to do this? Are we going <laughs> to do this? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the rhyming. These guys <laughs> always love just giving me crap when I'm wrong. Are you the go-to? Is I that am. To, okay. Like I asked where the warehouse district was once, and they're like, well, there's warehouses there, oh. Danny. You should <laughs> it's deserved them. sometimes, though. Sometimes. We, we probably give them a little too much, too oh. much grief. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. We're toughening him up. He's a youngster. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you got to do it. Someone has to, right? So, um, uh, what's my call? I mean, it's not just what people normally think of, you know, like laboratory science. You also have like a, a farm exhibit, right? I think that we wanted to be reflective of our community. So there is a Grow You exhibit that we worked with the Andersons on, and it does talk about agriculture and in our community. It also wow. addresses it on a fifth grade wow. level um, and kind of going through. And one thing that I love about that exhibition is there's a company in Bowling Green called Life Formations that build these wonderful animatronic and, and some of them are like humans and some of them Freaks are a turtle. Freaks my kid out so much. They are he amazing. He can't stand it. He's just like, Ugh. This <laughs> was in our community <laughs> that created them. And we have a custom yeah. pig to uh, Torque, who it's, is a combination cool. of a, a tractor yeah. and a farmer. But we worked with the Andersons on that. We have a new health exhibition that we worked with Prometica on that is going to be, has been getting a revamp that'll be opening within the next week or so. So tell us so about that. What's, what's that going to be like? The health exhibition? Yeah. Yeah. It is all focused on eating right. All right. I mean, that it's the idea of what you're putting in the body and how much exercise you're doing it because we're all still going to have some of our ice cream. I mean, <laughs> you're all going to do something. Right. But you want to do things in moderation and understanding of what you are eating, what should be in your cabinet at home, but then also get your heart going, do some exercise and realizing that walking your dog after dinner and having that ice cream, how many calories are you burning? So we have some uh, exhibits that are, one's called the Food Feud, and it's where you can smash your food 
the idea is you first guess how much oil, sugar, or fat, uh, or salt, I'm sorry, might be in that uh, food. You can make your, put your guess in, and then you actually smash it. And <laughs> it'll come out, and you can see it, it gets all gooey and ooey on the video. And then it will tell you what's actually in that. Like how many, yeah. how much salt, how much sugar might be in there to realize what you're putting in your body from that milkshake to right. the healthy grape. And there's a heart rate rally, so you can get your heart going. Um, so there's a wide range of exhibitions in that space, but it's really about eating right and exercise. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of when you really look at the numbers, I know sometimes I've like got like a calorie tracker when you're biking and you do 10 miles and you're like, cool, I just burnt 240 <laughs> calories. And then you look at the back of like your dinner and it's it's 380 <laughs> calories. Like. <laughs> just like okay well I, this is tough <laughs> well, and i think you got to be careful because some people might think that they're eating really healthy because they were eating a certain salad but they didn't realize all the other meat or cheese and oh, the dressing, dressing ranch dressing they put yeah. on it, and realizing what choices you are making that's going into your body and then also what other exercise should i be doing how could i balance these things out but it's all about about balance cool but those are two exhibitions that we have. We still have a water exhibit. We have an early childhood, which I bet you have been oh, in, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, for kids' space, and making sure that it is a well-rounded. That fire army. truck is awesome. Fire truck is pretty cool. <laughs> it was really fun if you saw the meetings when we were talking about the fire truck, and then they're like, "Well, we can make it look like there's water shooting out of it to do that." I'm like, "Well, you got to do that, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and doing that." So it's really fun to dream up these ideas to actually um, see them become a reality. Yeah. And right now we're getting ready to open up a new lab. It's under construction right now, but it's called the Idea Lab. And it'll be exhibit focused on engineering and physics exhibitions. So cool. it'll open in May. Yeah. Um, and that there'll be a series of permanent exhibitions in there that you'd be able to use. But then there'll be a tinkering space and then a full lab, lab space that we can use for workshops for schools or families. That's neat. So it's a yeah. new project, fully funded already. And it's about a million dollars that we're investing yeah. into Very it. Cool. So. Wow. People say there's no money in Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> Got so have you guys seen, um, I mean, I know over just probably the past couple of years, downtown's been certainly growing with the Huntington Center and all the stuff the Mud Hens is doing and everything. Have you guys seen uh, a growth from, from that, from just people being downtown as well? I think we've seen a steady growth of our attendance over the last few years, um, as, especially when you see new things or new people coming in downtown. But every year it's been growing. Um, I attribute that to more people coming downtown, but also attributing it to that we have seen some really cool traveling exhibitions that we featured here. So it's definitely growing. And I, you know, I'm a big advocate for downtown. I think there's a lot of things going on yeah. that people should be very excited yeah. about. I couldn't believe it once I moved down there, how much, how much more stuff was three blocks from me. And I think I live on an out, the outskirts of what I would call downtown. I mean, you're, you're central, pretty. I mean, central. it's over a ways. It's over a ways. <laughs> it's not that far, I guess. But I mean, uh, the, to from, seeing the Hensville come about, the restaurants downtown. You yeah. know, there's some wonderful places to dine. I've done it after work and doing that in the festivals. It's really. I mean, you can get anywhere in probably 20 minutes in the area that we live right. in. So yeah. I think there's a lot of things to be proud of, and I'm I'm glad to see some of that energy coming in and and excitement for it. Yeah, there's a lot of young young downtown life like myself that I've noticed moved down there. Like it was so easy to make friends. I thought I was going to move down there and have my roommate and no one else. And all of a sudden, it was 
like 30 guys or, and gals on the first weekend were like, oh, you live downtown? Now let's be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is a whole other movement that is happening, even especially you see some things like with Epic coming. I mean, you know, I have yeah. a lot of team members that are involved in that organization yeah. and doing that. Like my boy Paul here. Uh, and Danny like, here. Like, I mean, it's really a great thing to see that. That wasn't here when I first moved here. Yeah. You know? So I seeing that and when I'm at the farmer's market and I see the Toledo shirts or the 419 shirts and things like that and people taking pride in where they live, I think that mm -hmm. that's really great. I mean, I moved here for work. I stayed here for the last 15 years. I love what I do, but I think it's a really great community as well. Yeah, the farmer's market's pretty sweet too. It's growing. Uh, yeah. you know, if I, I can wake know. myself up on a Saturday morning. And get <laughs> you just of... have to walk just a little bit. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's more about the waking up. Once I moved downtown, it's amazing how late you stay out on the weekends. <laughs> Well, you just have to walk home afterwards, but yep. I mean, you you know, in the, the Hensville with the outdoor park will be really oh, exciting. Oh, that's gonna be great! And all yeah, the, you know, the buildings. We had, we had Joe doing. on, and he was talking about all that stuff. It sounds amazing. I think it'd be yeah. really great, and it's nice to watch the development being downtown and driving down um, into the Science Center and seeing it come to yeah. life. So. It's really cool to see the building right next to you guys. Kind of right now, the roof is being demolished yes, today to the steam plant. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That looks really nice. Well, yeah, when you're driving by and you're like, there is no roof on the other side. <laughs> They're missing that. But and then from, from the docks looking over, you're like, man, what is this old building? Yeah, What's like it doing now? It. And then Joe said they were going to turn the whole backside into, didn't he say clear? It's supposed yeah, to be all glass. glass. That's yeah, it's supposed to be, be like just looking amazing. at And coming out a little bit closer to the river, I hear. So yeah. I, I think it's really wonderful to see that building being used. And mm -hmm. utilizing it, so and it's fun to be so close and watch it happening. You know, we'll stand and look at the windows and like, oh my goodness, look at that! That's <laughs> exciting. You know, so that's one thing they really harped on at the twenty second century committee uh, public forum was reopening that waterway and kind of inviting the the people of Toledo to you know come explore, come look at this. This is a beautiful river we got. Yeah, focus on the river. I and think the, the bridges. I, yeah. I think yeah. the access to the water, um, the docks are great. You know, when you can sit over, you know, I joke our patio is right on the water too for the science center yep. right in the back there. And we can sit out there and you can see the boats coming in and watching the freighters come in. That's really, especially when it's frozen and the freighters are breaking <laughs> up the ice. And yeah, stuff. It's really, really cool, but yeah. we should take advantage of those things. Yeah. So one thing we like to ask people, you've been here 15 years now, so you're pretty familiar with Toledo. What's something that maybe you you know about, but you think more people need to know about Toledo? Some some little spot, like we restaurant, our hidden business. Gems. Hidden gems. So don't say hidden something gems. like the Metro Parks, no. like everyone else. <laughs> you know, one thing, and I, I think they have a larger name, but I don't know if sure if everybody's been over there to try their uh, bakery, is Michael's um, Catering which is um, on the east side there right on yeah. the east side right yeah. over the river they have the best donuts and you know i've never had anything bad there and yeah. you can get lunch there too and um it's just there's a line out the door for it but i i just love it you know they do yeah. a lot of corporate parties and things like that but they have a little bakery in there and things it's really really good i've never even heard of michael's michael's you should try yeah. it Where yeah is... well you're close right downtown you just go right over the cherry street bridge and you know where like mcdonald's and wendy's yeah. is right there it's right across the corner Okay. And it, you wouldn't see it. It's a huge, not a huge storefront, but it'll have a small sign that said Michael's Catering. Michael's and you enter Catering. through the back there. And that is one of my favorites. Do you have so. a recommendation for me? Anything. <laughs> Anything there. They do custom, different lunches every day. Um, and they usually have a menu out there. But uh, Oh, they do a different one every day? Yeah. Like kind of chef's choice? They or? have certain things that are their favorites that they're go-to. So they have okay. a menu. But then they'll have a featured item. And especially like over um, St. Patrick's Day, they might have a special lunch or things like that. So, yeah. But the... Baked goods are 
Really good. Cool. I'm gonna have to <laughs> really try good. It. I would recommend that. Don't know if their donuts are gonna compete with Holy Toledo. Those are very good yeah, too. I, I, you know, those are just <laughs> stunning to try. look at. I'll try any donut if yeah. I have to. <laughs> Friend of the show, Holy Toledo. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is you, they can bring donuts to you guys. Well, yeah. we, 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 we haven't, encourage we that. We haven't tapped him for that. Hey, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> you heard Lori. <laughs> <laughs> we will accept donuts. <laughs> We'll gladly taste them, but they're yeah. beautiful. They're, yeah. they're like pieces of art. Yeah. That they do, you know. He does some insane stuff with donuts and icing. Man. Yeah. <laughs> his his I, Instagram's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think Danny has some trivia. Maybe. Oh, yeah. You want to do your trivia? Yep. Okay. Lori, this is one of my favorite aspects of the show. I okay. come up with a I little... hope I make you proud. Then. Well, we'll try to help you, too, because some yeah. of them are pretty hard that he comes up with. So we haven't, we haven't heard Great. them. So we'll, we'll try to give you yeah, a hand. He, he likes to go real obscure here. <laughs> We'll see. All right. Number one, uh, Toledo was founded by U.S. citizens as part of Monroe County, Michigan. In what year? Oof. 1807. Uh, I don't know. That's not okay. right. Um, I'm just looking at the answer. 1992. <laughs> What'd you say? 1792. No, 1833. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. okay. All right. You're going to hey, love the next hey, one. We're close. Hey. We're close. So, so you're going to love the next one. Go ahead. Paul, Paul Morin is here. He, he's He's... Doesn't say, have a did mic he say that right? But he was he was hand uh, giving, <laughs> giving sign cheating. There's some cheating going on here. So. <laughs> I didn't even get it right. We, we had... I didn't even get it right. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got my eyes on you this Number time. Number two. This one. Keep in mind the last date we just had. So Toledo was refounded in Ohio, in Ohio after oh. the Toledo War, and then incorporated as an official city. What year was it refounded and incorporated then? Man, how should anybody know these questions? It's on man? the seal, man. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> who looks at the seal? I, know. I mean, <laughs> got a prep. Um, it has a one and an eight in it, and probably a three, <laughs> and a three. Yep, I'll give you that one too. Jeez. So, and we know it wasn't thirty-three, right? Because that was so, very, so it, or two or lawyer. one. So it has to be thirty-four through thirty-nine. I'm gonna say thirty-eight. I'll say thirty-nine. I'm going to go with 39, too. You should have picked 37. Oh, oh man. 37. Yeah. <laughs> we should have lined it all up there. Right, yeah. What are the prizes again for this trip? There are no prizes. Holy no, Toledo donuts. donuts. Yeah, if you get them all right. <laughs> okay. If anyone gets them all right, I'll buy him a Holy Toledo donut. Oh, from here I'm, already too, I'm already down. <laughs> all right, this one. Now he says it, right? Yeah. I think you owe Randy Ostra a donut then. Yeah. Really? He got them all right. I think so. Shoot. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Randy, you have to call me to. Um, all right. In 1792, George Washington turned to Mad Anthony, General Anthony Wayne, as commander of the U.S. Army of the Northwest. Mad Anthony led U.S. forces to victory in what local battle? Well, that's cakey. Yep. Now you pick a cakey Can one. you just let her answer? Oh, you got this. The there's there's some shops down there. Movie theater. Some shops. Movie theater. New Metro. Fallen Park. Timbers. The there you go. Fallen Timbers. Nailed it. All right. Ding. Thank you for we that. Have, there's Thank an you. imaginary bell. Ding. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now this one. <laughs> more. Okay. This one. Yeah. There's two more. This one's pretty <laughs> more. pretty difficult. But pretty think difficult. of our sports team names. Okay. Who was the Shawnee leader that the Native Americans deferred to during the Battle of Fallen Timbers, who was ultimately defeated by General Anthony Wayne, the Ar the Native Americans Army leader. Chief Rocket. Chief Walleye. <laughs> Walleye, Mudhens. I'd try that one. Mudhens? Yeah, why not? You should think Columbus sports teams because it's Columbus? Blue Jacket. Oh. His name Blue is Blue Jacket. Jacket. Well, that, that was I love local. the Blue Jacket. Blue. Yeah. You local? You let us, I was you let us astray there. Oh, yeah. That's not That's very like helpful there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Red Wings are more local than Blue Jackets, Danny. 
And number better. five. I was going to go to Cleveland, actually, but yes. <laughs> this one's way out there. This one. Really? Because the other ones learning. were in my realm. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, what famous Native American's father was killed in the Battle of Point Place, fought in the Battle of Fallen Timbers, and refused to sign the peace treaty after the Battle of Fallen Timbers because he believed that one tribe was not authorized to give away Native American land that belonged to all of the tribes. Famous Native American. Ridiculous. Yep. Uh, Danny. I don't know. I don't think anyone don't who's think listening anyone or here knows either. Tecumseh. Tecumseh. Really? Yep. Okay. I know. that. I, I remember learning that, that name. name really? So I was that like, was... oh, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> click it. I guess cool. it makes sense. Cool. I mean, we live near Tecumseh. Appreciate you guys yeah. humoring me with that this. Was... <laughs> it was educational. It's really humored. a self-serving thing. So now <laughs> I feel like I know something about the city well, And you're in. giving back into all of your listeners. Yeah, yeah, or they just hate me. Useless yeah. Toledo information. He said local. Those are the blue jackets. They're <laughs> you get that now, so don't. <laughs> yeah. So, is there anything um, upcoming that you haven't mentioned, or anything that, you want to want to talk about uh, while we have time left here? Well, the Idea Lab is really a wonderful experience, and there will be uh, a huge amount of efforts going forward with that. And these, uh, the tinkering space, will have everything where you could make your own jitterbug. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. lab, we'll be doing cow eye dissections. What? Oh, what? Okay, so let's let's break that down. Okay. <laughs> to break it down, to dissect it. Yes. A jitterbug? What, what do you? Well, well, it's a well, dance. Bob. It's your own little it jitterbug, is... and there's a little motor, and we actually cut off the tops of uh, toothbrushes yeah. that you can actually use and make your own little bug and get it to move in that. And so that will be one of the workshop activities oh. that we will do. Awesome. Um, kids will actually be able to solder and make their own blinky badges. You know, oh, so you neat. could put it together, but it's uh, it's like an, a 90, you know, a 60 to 90 minute workshop that you'd be able to do and actually then walk away with your own little blinky badge. I and mean, if it wants you want to put your name on it to light up or how you would like to do is that. Is that an so official term, the blinky badge? It is, it is a scientific term <laughs> that we use there. Um, but there's a wide range of workshops that we'll be featuring in every month. There'll be new act activities. So coming in and then Design Zone is a wonderful new traveling exhibition. So we're very excited about seeing that come in. Yeah. And when does that start? Design Zone will open on Memorial Day weekend. Okay. Mm, perfect. Nice. Perfect for the summer cool. and being able to come down and do that. So. And Mythbusters is there until? Do you um, know? Roughly mid-April. Mid-April. Um, be there. So it'll right. cover over spring break. So you'll be able to come in and enjoy yeah. that. Um, and then it, then it has to go. Very we'll cool. We'll see it new. But uh, we have a, a traveling exhibit space. So we like to flip that every once in a while. So there's new experiences coming in. All right. One last um, question. You guys are connected to the tunnels, right? So, <laughs> is this a trivia question? No, 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 okay, no, no, okay. no. We're done. I'm so, okay. <laughs> so, my, I, I work in Fort Seagate. We also connect to the tunnels. Mm -hmm. and I love traveling the tunnels, going from place to place that I can. What are your thoughts? Shouldn't we like? What should we do with the tunnels? We should definitely give them to the mutant ninja turtles. Then. No, well, you, you know, know what I mean. I, I when I first moved here, you know, yeah. the, the tunnels were filled with things. There were right. some tunnels that had shops uh, and stuff, shops yeah. and other. And there's a little bit of that now, but not a lot. It's starting to see a few more coming yeah. back. Coming I'd back. love to see that. I heard that they used to do some contests too, and this was pre my time period moving downtown, but uh, like chili cook-offs and everybody yeah. could compete and they were in the tunnels and stuff like that. I think that they should be used. I, I think I it would be too. really cool to see some storefronts or some activity going on, even if it's murals from the Toledo School for the Arts or some other things. There's some nice ones down there currently, but I'd love to see them become a life of their own yeah. under there. I was talking to a, a mutual friend of Nate and, I, Nate and mine, um, Scott Patterson, who who just started work, working downtown and, and he's like, 
I heard there are tunnels down here. And he's a <laughs> lifelong Toledo. I'm like, yeah, yeah a lot I, of people don't even know that really they're there. Kind of check really? it out. I mean, they're, oh, yeah. they're, they're kind of, I mean, right now they're a little pointless, but um, because there's not that many business. Uh, there's a new bakery down there, I know. There's yeah. a new bakery, then, Breeze Bakery, yeah. that's there. And then uh, Fakashis has a little place right. with LaSalle, which is nice. Yeah. It, 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 but I think they're like the neatest little thing that they need to put them. a bar down there so that there's like, <laughs> well you know, to bring foot now traffic down there you know but like at it, night like it, it was, i guess there's no way to close get there at, at night which though. is yeah. part of the problem yeah, is you true. can't i think so i think with more people coming downtown yeah. more jobs being downtown you'll start to see them come yeah. in and doing that but i can make it to the tunnels to uh big b's yeah if i if i if it was really rainy right you know sometimes right. it's faster to walk outside but i can do it with the tunnels and i right. think that they're really cool to be able to explore yeah and they have great murals in there and it's, well, we're connected yeah. to the parking garage too for Vistula. Oh, so yeah. for families, for us, it's great that they could, you know, with strollers and things. It's the ideal. Crown Plaza connects to it too, as, as well, doesn't it? And the uh, near the ballrooms there. Well, that's under renovation right now. Yeah, it's so not going to be called the, the Crown hotel Plaza is closed. anymore. Yeah, but, yeah. But it's under construction. I think at least until sub end of summer, maybe. I'm not sure what their time frame is. I can yeah. remember escaping a few weddings. <laughs> <through> the tunnels, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> You don't need to say that out loud. Yes. <laughs> I won't mention which one. It was Bob's. No, it wasn't, it wasn't mine. mine was Bob's yeah. was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, Lori, as we're wrapping up, is there some places on the internet people can go to find out some more information about this? We, if they go to um, imaginationstationtoledo.org, that's our website, and they'll have everything on there that you'll be able to check out from events, schools, curriculum guides, things like that that they'd have to do. Or we also have a Facebook page. And they can respond off, we'll respond off of that as well. Cool. Great. Great. If anyone wants to check out the Imagination Station and needs a friend like I do, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless self-promotion. Danny needs friends. <laughs> it's Please like the, the opposite of truth. <laughs> <laughs> you know everybody, but... Well, give us a call. If you come down, we'll take you through Mythbusters and stuff like that. So. All right. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show, Thank Lori. you very thank you much. So much. Thank you. Paul, Appreciate thank it. you. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, thanks. Couldn't have done it without you, Paul. <laughs> All right, everyone, thank you for joining us for episode 16 of the Toledo Matters podcast, and we hope you guys join us for the next episode. Have a nice day. Bye.